gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm going to show the whole world why I was the unscripted, uncensored, loose cannon of commentary. I'm back, baby. Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is the Aaron Meta Show. It is the 2nd of April of 2017 and it's WrestleMania weekend, so it's uh, pretty exciting for all you wrestling fans out there listening to the show. As uh, uh, announced, it's the Aaron Meta Show uh, here on Liberty Syndication in Player FM, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Mixcloud, all those great places. And joining me on the show today is Josh. Hey. And joining me is Ajaya. Hi. Hey, guys. You okay? Um, so, I mean, I've got a couple of announcements. Um, let me uh, deal with something right off the bat. Um, I've been getting messages on Facebook uh, from people saying that uh, they're worried about... I don't know if you guys have heard about the whole demonetization of YouTube video things. I don't know if you guys heard about that or not. But uh, basically what's happening is uh, YouTube is starting to, is starting to com- combat uh, hateful material on YouTube and unfortunately there's a lot of people who I know and uh, who I respect uh, that uh, you know talk about politics and things like that who are getting caught up in all of this and I don't oh, know yeah. yeah and I don't know where this has come from but uh, I mean I've been getting messages from people saying that uh, they're worried that apparently I might be affected by this and this might affect any future uh, interviews with like Hey Arnold uh, voice actors and uh, and also the Craig Ballard uh, interviews that we do let me just put this and let me just make this clear so everyone is understanding of this we do not make money on youtube and this show does not broadcast officially on youtube we're on liberated syndication and uh, we go out to all the podcast feeds via that and we this show is not supported by advertising or has any like ad revenue that comes into it Uh, i do this show because i like to do this show and so if anything the main advertiser and sponsor of this show is me and so, let me just safely say this, I'm not affected by uh, YouTube demonetization, and uh, my show is not, I don't actually have um, any deal in place with YouTube, and I don't have like any, I don't make any money off YouTube at all, basically, I post up videos because I like to do them, and so I don't make any money off YouTube at all, I'm not part of their uh, monetization program, I'm not uh, entitled to any uh, ad revenue or anything like that, so uh, just let me, so let me just put that out there right now, uh, the great what's going on right now does not affect our hey arnold coverage does not affect craig bartlett coming on this show or doing any future interviews in the fight the only thing that would affect this show is if i'm unable to do it anymore like physically unable to do it so that's the only way you know if i you know get get involved in a horrible car crash you know god forbid and i'm in a vegetative state in hospital that's the only possible thing thing I can think of right now which would stop me from doing this show so everybody just calm down you know the Aaron Meta show is not in any jeopardy over this and so uh, you know my heart goes out actually to all um the people that are caught up in this, you know, it's, uh, and, you know, on top of that as well, there are many people who I disagree with venomously on politics and on news and things like that who are also being affected by this, and I think that's tremendously sad. 
And so, you know, um, there's people out there who, you know, may say things which you may not agree with, but at the same time, they shouldn't be penalized for that. You know, if yeah. unless they're not, unless they're being, you know, unless they are inciting riots and inciting violence and inciting murder or anything like that, then yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, that's the reason why all this has uh, come up, because there's people out there who do actually want to uh, do harm to people and actually want to promote that harm. And so that bit... I get, but, you know, uh, my heart goes out to those people, and, you know, no matter where we are, whether we're on the right, whether we're in the centre, whether we're in the left, even the far left and the far right, I, you know, if, uh, if they are... If there's if there's people out there who are just doing basically putting their opinions out there and not harming anybody uh, out of doing so, then you know they should be allowed to uh, continue making money and uh, you know continue doing that what they love to do. And so you know I'm, that's basically where I stand in all of this. So you know bottom line is the Arrow Meta show isn't effective. Sorry I've had to spend about four minutes talking about this, but you know I just want to address that in case you know I get more you know messages asking you know what's the future of the show. So that's basically basically where we are so um shall we talk about what we want to talk about which is uh, well maybe not what we want to talk about but i think we need to cover it anyway and that is uh, the uh, insane lunacy which is basically this uh, presidency of donald trump so shall we start with that to begin with because well, yeah let's go ahead. okay so the latest thing that we've got right now is that uh, a judge has uh, rejected a motion to dismiss a protester's lawsuit uh, against Donald Trump for the rallies that he held and which ended up with uh, people being uh, violently assaulted and uh, th- so that was what's going on. So uh, this came out of Louisville, Kentucky. A federal judge has said that the ruling that then-candidate Donald Trump incited the use of violence against three protesters uh, that when he told uh, supporters that the campaign at the rally a year ago to quote-unquote get him out of here. Um, U.S. District Judge David J. Hale of the Western District of Kentucky also wrote that an opinion and order released Friday because the violence had broken down out uh, at a prior Trump rally and that known hate group members were in Louisville at the time. Uh, Trump's ordered the removal of an African-American woman uh, was considered quote-unquote particularly reckless. Um, the protesters, uh, Henry uh, Brasseau, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not very good at pronouncing names, as I've probably said before in my, my live cast. Uh, Kashia Negrumguma, uh, Holly Shah, are seeking unspecified monetary damages, uh, but they are they claim that they were assaulted by audience members who were riled up by Trump. Uh, besides Trump, the lawsuit names three defendants in attendance. Um, Matthew Heimbeck, who is a leader of a white supremacist group known as the Traditional Youth Network, and... Uh, also, Alan uh, Bamberger, who uh, is a member of the Korean War Veterans Association from Ohio, and also an unknown individual. I mean, I don't really know how to feel about this, because uh, in one case, I mean, you know, you could say that Donald Trump is somewhat responsible by not taking, you know, basically by uh, um, not taking the... Um, the situation seriously and not thinking about the ramifications of what he was doing but at the same time I don't think it's fair to hold him personally accountable for basically what other people did you know yeah. I, I, I mean, agree with you yeah um, you know it's not really like maybe his uh, telling the guy to get out of there that that kind of triggered the situation but you know he wasn't the direct cause um, I don't know why, you know, they're not suing the audience members that were attacking him. Oh. It, it's a, exactly. It's a or pressing charges. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, you know, so maybe they did. I mean, I, I'm not too sure, but uh, I mean, uh, right now it just uh, it is going to be a very interesting case if uh, this all goes all the way up, all the way up to uh, Donald Trump. I'm to, I mean, to basically pay out, you know, again. But uh, it's like not the first time that he's ended up having to either settle a lawsuit or lose a lawsuit. But uh, I mean, the, the the big problem with this is if he if they are successful in this, this open, you know, I could see this being uh, a class action lawsuit, couldn't you? Like, you know, every single protester who's been assaulted at a Trump event getting together and suing Donald suing the president for it's, previous behavior it's gonna be crazy winning I think yeah. maybe that's like part of the reason they just wanted to bring him down somehow mm. and that's part like part of the reason but like they're just I don't know. Is, he, is he is he doing that isn't he doing a good job doing that on his own I mean well, like true, but <laughs> <laughs> um, or either that and maybe the media is help I don't know but like uh, you know maybe the media is helping out too but like I don't know. Like, I'm not uh, concluding which one is true, but other than that, you know, it, it's just uh, if if you're gonna really don't hold someone responsible for something that he couldn't exactly control, like he could like don't attack the person that didn't attack you. Uh, that's just, uh, you know, it's just so much anger over there. Yeah. That's all. I'm the one thing I'm interested in about that whole situation that they're talking about, what was the security arrangements? Because I don't know if, like, if he, uh, if it's proved, if it's proven that you know the security uh, situation in the rally was um, not was not effect was not effective or was inappropriate for yeah, the attack. I guess you could say he was liable because basically he's he's gathered a bunch of people and put them all into a very dangerous situation. Like even maybe Trump supporters could even sue him under that. I don't yeah, know. But the thing is, you know, I don't think he's like in charge of uh, security things. I th I think that's just, uh, you know, the people in charge. But it's of his rally. Hey, what? But it's his rally. Yeah, it is his rally. But like, I don't think I don't know if he's in charge exactly of the security there. I think they're. I mean, it's really their job protecting him, and it's you know, I guess he just has maybe he has control over part of it, but like he he can say. Guys, settle down. He could have just said that, you know, settle down, everyone, settle down. But I guess he didn't say that, or did he say that? I to don't be, know. I don't know. It's like, I mean, I'm not fully aware of the whole. The, I mean, I'm not too sure about the Louisville, uh, uh, um, Kentucky uh, rally. But uh, I mean, I'm not because I'm not, obviously he had he had loads of rallies. You know, it was it was a presidential election, so I couldn't keep uh, track of every single one of them. But uh, yeah, I mean, so like, it, we don't it, know exactly the, what happened at that. No, time. but the one thing I will say is is that if the security was uh, was um, appropriate for the rally, so. So basically, they had people in there who could deal with the situation if something had occurred. Then, yeah, obviously they don't have a case because you know it was you know what because um, you know there was security there at the time who was able to deal with it. But from the given the fact that uh, there's people that have been named uh, who have uh, allegedly assaulted people, and uh, so it basically makes it where. Um, you know, the, the, they could argue that. Uh, I mean, I don't know how they're going to argue this case. I mean, I've not had a chance to look through the entire, uh, the entire court documents. But um, basically, they could argue that the security there was uh, in, inaccurate, and so no, and I'm trying to find the best way. It was uh, not suitable for the event in play, and therefore created the situation. If they argue that successfully, then obviously that could. Uh, I guess in that 
context it could uh, open to other ramifications but you know we don't know at this point you know we for all we know it could be that uh, you know they caused the uh, the situation to occur and then the whole thing will be dismissed i mean we, do, we don't know but uh, yeah i mean it's uh, there's so many other ways that this can go and uh, so who knows you know um, but I, I will safely say this if they're successful with this lawsuit my goodness how many other people are going to want to uh, uh, have a shot Everybody. at the president he's like the wealthiest president on earth so i think there a lot of people are going to sue him i don't know even <laughs> That, even that's been called into question, given that uh, he's not released his tax returns yet. So it's like, you know, some people are saying that the reason he's not releasing them is because he might not actually be a billionaire. But, uh, I mean, who knows? He probably he probably is, but we, you know, it's up in the air at the moment. So that's the that's the allegation about about his tax. But, uh, you know, for all we know is that, you know, if this guy's buying up, uh, you know, property and this guy is, uh, you know, still able to operate as a, as a business, I guess there must be some, you know, money that he's got there somewhere. So who knows? But uh, um, let's move on to uh, this, and um, this is the second, this is a double whammy pretty much for Donald Trump. Wouldn't you think you would keep your mouth shut after what happened in 2005 when you were telling women, you know, that you would force themselves, you would force yourself onto them and grab them by the pussy and everything like that. And now he's basically saying that he wants to declare, I think, April, I believe, um, like Women's um, uh, Empowerment Day or something like that, or Empowerment Month or something along those lines. It's hmm. uh, it's really strange. So Donald Trump was speaking at a panel at Women's Empowerment on Wednesday. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to get through all the. Uh, this is an independent article, so you can always imagine it's pretty difficult to read because <laughs> trying to get rid of all the out of the bias out of it. But uh, I wish there was a genius of satire. Sorry, I do apologize, everyone. I think I, I thought you know I did have another article which I was going to read that, and then I saw the independent article. I thought, oh, it might be the same thing. But I think this is actually an opinion piece, but. Uh, um, trying to find the best way of, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll knock that on the head. We've already done enough Donald Trump, I think, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, uh, Donald Trump, when, she, when he's talking about women's empowerment, I mean, does he really have a much, does he re- can he really talk about it, really, given that what's happened in the past? And Yeah, he's apologized for it, then, you know, but yeah, but, I don't know, Ajaya, I guess you're probably more qualified to talk about this than, than we are, but. Because I'm a woman. Um, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I mean. Well, let's see. Um, at least he's trying. Um, <laughs> to yeah, get, that's well, fair. I mean, at least I guess he's trying to just be more pro woman, I guess. Because right now, I think uh, I can understand why he's trying to do it. I think he want. This is the this is the thing I think about Donald Trump. You know, just to just to wrap this up, but. Uh, um, Donald Trump right now, I don't believe that the United States of America right now has a president. I'll be totally straight with you. I think they have a dishonest businessman who thinks he's a president. And I think right now, uh, he's trying his best to do everything he possibly can to uh, appear presidential, but it just falls flat. I mean, he walked out of a room at one point uh, uh, during a, uh, I think some kind of press conference when he was signing some bills, and he actually forgot to sign the bills uh, when he when he oh. left out. It's like, you know, it's just... Uh, Okay, and then apparently he came back and signed them, you know, behind closed doors or something like that. So it's like, you know, it's uh, there's just so many own goals that he set, that he scores for himself. And I don't think uh, is it to the point where even some of the most uh, strongest of Trump supporters who uh, go on my Facebook page have uh, suddenly gone very quiet. And, well, I mean, uh, like, you know, I've I've heard uh, people talk. I've heard guys talk worse in college dorms. They say, you know, they they would tell me that they've uh, said and done some. 
uh, crazy things, you know, with women and stuff like that. But they really aren't. They were really just kidding. Um, my grandmother, uh, she kind of compared that to the Mark Furman case, where he, you, where Mark Furman would use the N word, and you know, I just, and even though I think O.J. Simpson, of course, is guilty, and let's, and for, and another thing, um, you know. I wouldn't say, and Donald Trump calls this uh, locker room talk. Now, I think of it more as trailer trash talk than locker room talk because, of course, he was in a trailer at the time. And, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the one thing I'll definitely, <laughs> the one thing I'll definitely say about the, the locker room talk thing is like, did you hear like every? I think that was the worst thing they could possibly said during the campaign. I'm sorry to go over the campaign again, but uh, did you like here in this country we had like football managers, you know, uh, football coaches being asked in press conferences, oh, have you heard this thing about Donald Trump talking about, you know, saying that this thing is locker room talk? Have you ever heard about this in a? Have you ever heard this being discussed in a locker room? And they're all kind of like, you know, looking at each other thinking, uh, no, we've never heard this type of talk in a locker room or a dressing room before. It's like, you know, so I think that, I think that was a really massive own goal for them because then they pretty much turned it round to every single coach who doesn't want to lose face or anything like that or doesn't want to have like any embarrassments. And so they, obviously they were going to say, well, no, uh, we've never had that type of, you know, we're a professional group of people. We've never talked like that before. So I think that I think that I think Donald Trump could have saved himself some drama by not saying that, but uh, you know. I think that was like, before the campaign, though. Yeah, it, well, it was in two thousand and five. So, but still, it was. Uh, but then again, everybody digs up everything from like everyone's past during the election. So. Mm. Yeah, but uh, it didn't surprise me that this would come out, because keep this in mind, you know, Hillary Clinton came from the world of politics, and Donald Trump came from the world of TMZ. So it's like it wasn't surprising that this this something like this would have come up, you know. I re- I got to be honest with you, I really thought there was going to be a sex tape uh, for for Donald Trump. I I re- <laughs> like, w- w- would you not be so- missing at this point? Would you not have been surprised if there wasn't a sex tape? Um, that would that would have brought that would have made him fired immediately. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know. Like you know, people in the, people in America are really angry. It's like you know, would they have cared? I don't know. They didn't care about the divorces. Keep this oh, in mind. Man. They didn't care about the the uh, the previous wives. I mean, if uh, and you know, for some people, you know, in in America, divorce is like you know the the, the stopgap for anything, uh, you know, getting anywhere into higher office. So you know, it's uh, it's you know, who knows what you know that probably might have not have stopped him at all. Who knows? But uh, yeah. We'll just, I guess we'll wait and see. You know, Big Brother's always watching us. Well, I mean, I, no, I don't want to see that. It's like seriously, that's uh, that, that's. <laughs> that. I mean, I, I know we've I know we've had like you know those uh, iCloud accounts being hacked by you know those for those celebrities and all this stuff's just come out. But you know, there's there's, there's just some things we I think we best not want to see. But, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just hope, I just hope we don't see that in the future because it's just it's harsh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, should we talk about Nintendo? Um. Peter's after them again. Oh my god. What? Like, who hasn't been attacked by Peter at this point? Are Peter even relevant to this? I mean, I'll go through the article first, but uh, the People for Ethical Treatment of Animals organizing organization is uh, picking a fight with Nintendo this week, uh, and the Switch uh, launch title uh, One Two Switch is to blame. Uh, after Nintendo garnered some press uh, for challenging a real life cow f- uh, farm to a showdown in the collection milking minigame, uh, Peter's president took to, took to the developer to task for. Uh, 
uh, sugarcoating the subject, quote-unquote. Uh, in a letter to Nintendo from uh, Ingrid E. Newkirk, uh, head of the animal rights organization, made, uh, I also made it onto Facebook yesterday, uh, she doesn't mince her words, calling the game unrealistic and pe- unrealistic in pretty explicit detail. She says, Our staffers and activists have recently played uh, the cow milking game for Nintendo Switch and realized you've uh, taken all the cruelty out of milking. Uh, we have uh, more than 35 years of experience of investigating dairy farms where cows are exploited their, for their milk and is never uh, pleasant for these animals. We can, have some, can we have some realism here, please? It's a video game? Yeah, no. What? Okay. It's a just... fucking video game. Sorry, it's just you know. What... Real people. Are... Again, I go. I go back to the question: Are Peter relevant anymore? I mean. I mean, the thing is, these are the same people that were handing out bloody Happy Meals in front of McDonald's, so, yeah, or Walmart or whatever. Yeah, they don't even have real meat. It's like so... you know they got these uh, so you know they got these celebrities doing all these uh, things for them and, and stuff like that and you know barely it's barely got them you know why are they pulling stunts like this when they can garner you know attention by doing that? It's like you know th- this just uh, it, it, it's just another cheap shot at Nintendo again. It's like it reminds me of when you know we're talking about Mario jumping on top of turtles and things like that and they were having a you know big uh, blowout over that. It's like you know it's just it's um, it's it's ridiculous. In, in uh, my opinion. Uh, and I really wish they would concentrate on, you know, actually protecting animals rather than, you know, going after video game companies. And do they, these people actually really exist? I, like, Apparently they do. It's I, right here in front of me if, uh, with uh, in Polygon. Wow, it, it just sounds like, a, you know, this should be turned into some kind of a sketch comedy or something. It, it's just... By oh the by the way, this is this was on March thirty first, so it is before April Fool's Day, so this definitely isn't a April Fool's joke from what I gather. I wish it was. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be surprised if it if it is an April Fool's Day joke, but uh, yeah, but we're gonna be talking about that in a minute. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just uh, these animal rights groups, it's like they they are trying their best, aren't they, to get into the news. And into you know we and just to the point where we're even talking about them right now. But you know, the way I feel right now, I feel like this is just gonna be once and never again with Peter because it's like I just feel like I don't I don't feel like talking about them anymore. You know, it's like I, I I've been talking I've been talking about Peter since probably 2000 and whoa, 2011 I think I've spent the last six years yeah. probably you know maybe this is the first time in a long time that I've actually you know spoken about them in a you know in this way. But uh, right now it's just this is just. This is just them trying to piggyback on uh, the popularity of the Nintendo Switch. You know, Nintendo going coming back to good graces, and uh, now they, they they smell blood, and they're they're going in for the kill. It's like, mm. You know, it's just it's uh, yeah. Uh, I don't even want to like I, I I don't even want to go there anymore. This no, is just, no. I I I think so. Are we, are we all pinky swearing never to talk about Peter ever again? Pretty much. Yes, on please. The show. Yeah. Uh, okay then. <laughs> Let's talk about a real April Fool's Day joke then. Um, so, Pink News always does this, and I'm sure there's, I'm sure they're not the only one on the internet who currently, you know, uh, you know, do April Fool's Day things. I don't know if everyone uh, went onto a DeviantArt recently, in that uh, the Lol What pair has pretty much been drawn uh, in various ways, shapes, or forms. So, uh, if you've not checked out DeviantArt recently, <laughs> yes, you go there before they all, all the pairs disappear. But uh, this, we're not here to talk about pairs. We're going to talk about a Disney film. Um, it's Pink News' tradition to run an April Fool's Day article, and this year we broke the news that Simba uh, would be gay in the upcoming Lion King remake. 
in this oh. in the story yeah. uh, we that we wrote that Simba realizes that gay during uh, his teenage years after chancing upon a same-sex couple Timon and Pumbaa in the wildness. Uh, in order to uh, accommodate uh, the new plot, Simba's childhood friend and eventual girlfriend Nala has been replaced by a male lion, Naji. Uh, the film was also what? set to uh, be released on June of the thirty-first. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I don't listen. I don't mind at all about like you know. I'm okay with uh, you know with uh, with get with gay marriage and all that. But like, come on, don't turn Simba into a gay character. That's it's, uh, a, it's a joke, so it's all good. Yeah, I mean, and it's just so. What <laughs> if it wasn't a joke though? I'd <laughs> I'd be so. <laughs> I can't finish it. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, uh, that's, uh, well, mind you, I think, um, with this, obviously they're piggybacking off the whole, you know, Beauty and the Beast, you know, is, you know, Lafleu and Gaston, you know, um, yeah. you know, obviously and relationship. LeFleu, you know, they, they got way overboard with this whole, uh, gay moment thing. And, it, and I'm not going to say any spoilers, but, you know, LeFou's character, it does not show much, uh, it doesn't, it's not very noticeable. Exactly. It's, it's not very noticeable. It's just it's kid friendly, and it's just uh, it just shows this very this very moment, and that's just it. And it doesn't say anything in the script that says yes, I'm gay uh, at all. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think I mean for me, you know, I mean obviously me, me and Josh have different opinions on Beauty and the Beast, but uh, I mean I compare it to Ghostbusters 2016. But uh, um, in regards to um, uh, this whole situation, I mean, the fact that they also got some very homophobic uh, responses to uh, to this, they say, uh, you know, it's like, uh, that's that's pretty sad that that kind of, you know, thinking is still out there, really, given the fact that, you know, we've, I feel like to think, well, we moved on as a society uh, from all of this. Uh, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's an April Fool's joke. I mean, it's like, you know, uh, but here's the thing as well. I mean, getting, getting away from that and talking about um, the Lion King remake as itself, I mean, I'm not too sure. It's like uh, I'm not I'm not really on board now with all these uh, these remakes. I mean, I tried to get into Cinderella and I couldn't. You know, I could only watch like the beginning of that, and then after that, I started to turn it off. And uh, you know, with uh, a few other, you know, obviously with all, with the um, the strangest one so far, I think has been the Jungle Book. You know, the fact that it's you know goes from like you know kind of Game of Thrones territory, you know, in regards to viciousness, and then all of a sudden there's like a you know a, a children's song in the middle of it, you know, uh, and then there's got. Uh, you know, uh, kind of Pete. You know, uh, uh, not Pete Murray. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Murray. Sorry. Uh, you know, being Baloo and kind of like just being Bill Murray more than being Baloo. It's like it's. Uh, I don't know how to accept all of these. You know, live action remakes. I just feel like uh, you know I don't have a problem with them going in. You know, the uh, in in different directions. If they want to do a new spin on it, then great. But. Uh, you know, uh, I just think um, right now these remakes are kind of not feel. I'm not really feeling them. I don't think. Yeah, it feels like they're forced or they're trying to get more money or something. Yeah, I know they're trying to like create like another generation for like uh, you know people now who will you know grow up with these films and uh, you know try and you know guess around with them. But you know, um, again, I still don't see a reason for not liking you know the cartoons. You know the uh, the. Uh, the ones from the Renaissance, and uh, like even today, you know, where my uh, little cousin, who's uh, recovering from you know being ill, by the way, she's uh, she's only about you know she's only a couple of months old, and uh, is she is she a couple of months? No, I think she's uh, I think she's probably two now. I think you know I'm, I'm the, the 
her age escapes me, you know, just at the moment. But, uh, um, you know, she still likes, you know, she's only small, but she loves the Jungle Book, the 1933 version, not the uh, the one that we've got now. And uh, it's just, it's, uh, for me, it's like, you know, it just shows how how these movies st- stand at, you know, stand up to the test of time. That, you know, people yeah. still remember, want to still look at these, you know, from years ago and not look at what's there now. Like it's uh, yeah. I don't know. Like I, it's been on my mind for a little bit, but uh, you know, and, and I'm gonna change the subject a little. Um, did you know that James Earl Jones is gonna be reprising his role as Mufasa in the remake? That's good, actually. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. He actually is reprising his role. Yeah. What about uh, Gregory Irons? Is he gonna be Scar again? Think, uh, I don't know. I hope so. Well, he was good. But... Yeah, I mean, I don't see... A, and also, if you have... I don't know, really. Like, um, I think the big problem with uh, getting everyone back again is that you think they're just going to do the same thing again. I mean, uh, you got James L. Jones doing Mufasa. you got Rowan Atkinson doing... Uh, uh, not Ro- Is I it Rafiki? Only, no, I think the Rafiki. only problem is they're, hi- like, they're hiring African-American actors now. Zazu, I, yeah. And it's not a problem, no. But, like, that... It's just that they're not... Like, Matt, I don't think Matthew Broderick is going to be reprising his role... Uh, someone else, yeah, some other actor is playing Simba now. Mm. But so I've... far, the only person that I know of reprising his role is James James Earl Jones. Yeah. Also, on top of that as well, imagine if uh, they did make Simba gay. It's like you know, that's not a remake, that's a reboot. I mean, if you think yeah. about yeah. it, like uh, you know, so because it's a massive, it's, it's a massive change. So, uh, but uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I I've got to be. I mean, I know I'm sounding negative, but I am open to giving it a chance. But right now, the uh, the current crop that we've had recently, I'm not really all that excited for. So uh, right, yeah. And I, I don't, they don't. I mean, they don't have to remake all the Disney films. I mean, like, I mean, you know, Beauty and to me, you know, and that's just my opinion only. Beauty and the Beast is already good enough. But like, it's like, oh, since Beauty and the Beast is success is a success on box off in the box office, why don't we make a more live action films from the animated movies? Um. Let's don't get ideas from other people. Do it because you want to do it. Yeah. All right. I would say so. And on top of that, do something original. Like you know, yeah. it's uh, that's what people like. And uh, you know, yeah, you're gonna do like the sequels. I mean, I get that. I mean, obviously, Frozen Two somewhere, you know, embedded in all of this. And uh, you know, I don't blame them for doing Frozen Two, even though it's uh, not the. I wouldn't say it's the greatest uh, Disney princess film, but uh, you know, it's um, yeah. There's a. Uh, Plenty of stuff to do out there. Also, on top of that, uh, oh wait, that's not Disney. That was I've, I've, I was going to mention, but uh, I thought I'll just step it in anyway because I don't know if it's going to go anywhere else. But uh, apparently, uh, there's uh, talk about Loud House getting a movie. So uh, cool. in 2019. So uh, hey, you know, the Loud House has done well, really well action, on on but... Nickelodeon. So you know, it's uh, that's going to be that's going to be interesting to watch. So. Anyway, shall we move on? Um, let's talk about um, this set of tech times. Um, two of the most popular porn sites want its users to uh, what, be more secure when watching their videos, and uh, in steps to do so, uh, a gesture to reassurance of the mounting outrage of the uh, immediate repeal of the Internet Privacy Rules set by the Federal Communications Commission early uh, uh, last year. So, I mean, I mean, how do we all feel about that? Because um, they've now repealed these laws. So now, apparently, our private browsing information can now be sold on to companies. You know, to well, obviously... Uh, like, to tell you the truth, I don't think we've had that much privacy anyway. Well, Jaya, I'll, I'll get I'll get this one out again for you if that's all right. Uh, just give me one second once I find it. We've got to have money. 
That's okay. <laughs> that's uh, that's probably the reason why. But uh, um, so um, now Pornhub and Uporn, uh, the two uh, porn sites, they've announced uh, on uh, today that uh, sorry, not today on Thursday that it was successfully transitioned to HTTPS, which means now it supports encryption uh, site wide by default. So if you basically browse on uh, Pornhub or Uporn, apparently the uh, the the browsing data is encrypted. So uh, apparently it's not going to get like. Uh, hacked or anything like that so uh, apparently you're so you're uh, disgusting uh, and uh, you know your activity that makes baby Jesus cry will still be private I guess so uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, according to them, uh, here at Pornhub, we have over 70 million daily visitors, uh, and we want to continue our concerted effort to maximise privacy of our users, uh, assuring that uh, they will what they do on our platform remains strictly and uh, confidential. That's according to Corey Price, who is the vice president of Pornhub, and uh, so. I mean, good on them. It's like, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think people's visits to pornography websites, I think, should remain, you know, confidential and private. It's like, you know, it's none of our business where, where you go online. So, right. you know, all I've got to <laughs> yeah. say is, uh, you know, thank you for taking security seriously. It's uh, There are some porn websites out there that... Who, that have you heard about these... Um, there have been, like, porn sites that have been hacked and stuff, and so people's, like, private information have been... Right. Oh, imagine there was the uh, there was the Ashley Madison hack as well, which uh, isn't a porn site, but it was, like, an adult dating website, and uh, obviously a lot of uh, stuff got revealed there, and uh, so... Mm-hmm. Especially one of the Duggars that got caught using it. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that, actually. <laughs> oh. It's just he just had his... um. You know, molestation scandal. He was going through that, and now it's about to come to an end. And then all of a sudden, this shit comes out. Mm. Oh man! Like this guy's. You know, it's like karma is reaching him for some reason, <laughs> for this for this very reason. So, like, one of the dog is like super religious. It's like you know, and yeah. uh, so they yeah, it's like to be, but I think I think they're in a cult. To tell you the truth, well, they're I mean, in like a quiverful. Yeah, the women don't have jobs. They're not, they're not pushed into college, and it's only the men that say, "Hey, I'm going to go to college, and I have the freedom to do so." You know, uh, you know, and, and that's kind of, yeah, that's basically a cult. So basically, it's the 1800s. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's it's that bad. Yeah. <laughs> so Beauty and the Beast, right there. They yeah. say Belle is the odd girl because she just reads and is educated <laughs> yeah and that's yeah that's, oh, goodness. okay it's so um yeah it's uh so that's uh that's it really if you're um oh sorry i didn't mean that to play that but uh if you're uh, a porn user out there then i think if you go to pornhub or youporn or some of the other websites that have started using encryption i think you should be okay so uh that's uh, good on them except for josh Duggar, if he's still using it uh, well i mean let's let's forget about what he browses online uh for well, a moment <laughs> Um, okay, so I wanted to bring this up because, um, I mean, I know only one person here is a wrestling fan, and that's me, but, uh, you know, the way WWE, the, the direction that they've been going in, sorry, is that uh, they've been really trying their best to kind of reach out to a general audience and kind of moved away from uh, the kind of the uh, the WWF attitude um, audience that they had, which is kind of like this hardcore, you know, you know, bash everyone bash everyone heads in with light tubes and you know all this violence and stuff like that and they're trying to reach out to a more family orientated program and just the general audience which i believe you know uh guys would you consider yourself the general audience hmm but i don't watch wrestling much but 
Um, it would be fun to see it once in a while. I guess I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but would you consider yourself like you know a general consumer of entertainment? Ah, when I kind of think of it. I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> and Ajaya, would you consider yourself a general consumer of entertainment? Yeah, because yeah. that seems to be the direction WWE seems to want to go in um, quite a lot. And uh, so I thought maybe let's talk about, you know, what's going on this weekend. And I thought maybe I'll bring up something like the uh, the wrestling matches that's uh, going to be happening. And I thought let's just go through them all. And let's just see if uh, you guys would be interested in seeing any of this. So uh, do you want uh, me to go through the list and see what you'd be interested in seeing? Sure. Okay, so the first match will be the, according to this, will be the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, which will be uh, the Big Show, Braun Strowman, uh, Zami Zayn, and various other wrestlers in there, and that will be for this big trophy that they'll have, and so they're going to knock each other out of the ring until one remains, so would you guys be interested in watching something like that? Mm. Uh, wrestling isn't my cup of tea. No, yeah, it's... I guess this part's... I don't see that part okay, as uh, something I would watch. No. Well, you can also watch... This is going to be the Cruiserweight Championship match, which is Neville versus Austin Aries. Neville who? Neville... Neville? Bottom? Just Neville? No, hmm. it's Neville versus Austin Aries. So, yeah, I don't think anyone will be... So, I mean, I'm interested in watching... So just to give you... To go through this, I'd be interested in watching all of this. I'm going to be watching WrestleMania with all my wrestling friends uh right. tomorrow uh, when we got it all record we got it all recorded on uh, the uh WWE network and we're going to watch it again so that's going to be really fun tomorrow so yay um so guys I'll, I'll i'll keep going through this list until we get something that's interesting so the next match will be a women's championship match uh, which is Alexa Bliss versus all available women hmm i guess Alexa stop sorry that's alexas <laughs> Alexis okay, has joined a, the show. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> oh man! Hey, have you done the thing? Have you, I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook. Uh, have you done the thing with Alexis where you ask if it's connected to the CIA and it just automatically shuts itself down? What? Yeah. Let me. All right. Let me see if I can try that. Okay. Um, do you think I try that? Uh, yeah. Go on. Try it on there now. It just says uh, trying. Uh, so turn on Alexa and ask her, "Are you connected to the CIA?" Okay. Hey, Alexa. Are you connected to the CIA? No. I work for Amazon. Okay, they've updated it, so... (laughs) 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 Well, uh, that's not what I was expecting. There is a website... There is a uh, thing out there that... uh... Um, says, uh, you know, uh, it just basically just shuts itself down and doesn't say anything, so... uh, Okay, then. Um... (laughs) Well, shall we go for all these wrestling matches? Um, so the next one is a tag team champion is a tag team championship triple threat ladder match, which is going to be Luke Gallows versus Carl Anderson versus Enzo Amore and Big Cass versus Cesaro and Sheamus. A lot of people. Hmm. It's going to be cool. Apparently, there's like going to be a fourth team. Uh, well, there's a rumor saying that there's going to be a fourth team added, but we don't know about that yet. So I think we'll just wait for that to uh, to transpire. Okay, the Intercontinental Championship match. I don't know if you've ever heard of any of these wrestlers. It's uh, Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin. Hmm. Hmm. No. Hmm. Okay, then. Um, the next one is the United States Championship match, which is Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. No. No. <laughs> I've heard of Chris Jericho, and I hope... Uh, I think Kevin Owens is going to win, but, uh, you know, that's a, that's a match that's been built, built up for a very long time. 
Um, there's another women's championship match here. This is going to be Bailey versus Charlotte Flair versus Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax. Ah. Mm, okay. And then there is John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and uh, Maurice. I'd like, you know, if John Cena was in there, I'd, yeah, I'd probably watch it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we, we got one one viewer here. So, Ajaya, would you be interested in seeing John Cena and Nikki Bella fighting The Miz and Maurice? Well, I know who um, John Cena is, so I guess, sure. Yeah. We can see what okay, then. Uh, the next match is going to be Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. Mm, not for me. No. Yeah. Okay, and the next match after that is going to be Triple H versus Seth Rollins. Very quiet. Very quiet. <laughs> okay, um, one of the big main events is going to be The Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. It's kind of like a mix. Mm hmm. And the next match after that is going to be Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. No, nothing. No. No, okay. And the the main event uh, is going to be the Universal Championship match, which is going to be Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Hmm. And silence once again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it gets we're so awkward really when we're silent. Yeah. <laughs> so there's only one match, I think, uh, like 100% of us will be interested in watching, and that will be John Vecina versus Nikki Bella versus The Miz, versus the Miz and Maurice. So uh, I think uh, I mean that that is what does that say about WWE at the moment? Shouldn't they be concentrating more on their own fans than kind of us? Don't I you think? think? So. But it's just I wonder if they're even. I wonder how many fans do they like? I, I hope they have a lot of fans left. Like because... oh, they 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 have millions of fans. Don't worry about that. But yeah, uh, so I mean, if they're trying to get new fans, then that's you know that's a problem because you know they're not going to impress everyone the big problem with them is is that uh, they are on they're on the I think are they on the USA network I think at the moment for uh, WWE Raw and uh, I think on I think they're still on sci I don't know if they're still on sci-fi for smackdown I'm not too sure but uh, the big problem with them is is that they constantly I mean the ratings are so important uh, for for them and uh, cuz you mean like uh, you know I'm trying to think what would you consider a big TV show at the moment on uh, on TV, so uh, I'm trying to think what's uh, I don't know what's on American TV right now, but uh, I mean I think we're all Netflix people. I think last time I checked, but uh, um, but yeah, again you have to forgive me, everyone. I don't watch American TV that much, but uh, I mean for what they need to do, they need to get constantly millions upon millions and millions of viewers to watch this, and uh, they are ducking under about uh, 3.3 million viewers for you know a major network, which you would think, you know, um, you would want to be like. I remember at the time. I think they were like in like six or seven million viewers, six or seven million territory. I think uh, back in the nineties, and maybe that's because you know there was more. You know, there wasn't the internet back then, and there was you know obviously yeah, all you had was television. So I don't know if there was more. You know, there was less distractions back then. But uh, I don't know. It, it just uh, it feels like. The WWE, I think, to a degree, I think, needs to stop concentrating on, uh, you know, and not to say they shouldn't bring in new fans. I think they should do a, a, a massive job in doing that. But at the same time, I don't think, you know, the people are like watching, like, I don't know, Modern Family and, uh, you know, some of these other shows that uh, I think they need to kind of stop going towards the general viewer. And I think they need to kind of concentrate more on people who actually want to watch their show. I guess you have a point. Uh, like while you were talking, my sister was like coming, like he, she was just 
She's opened the door in my room and she said, it's my birthday tomorrow. Hmm. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah, happy birthday to her. <laughs> I just, I, mean, I told you earlier it was her birthday, but like, yeah. if you heard that, I, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, I mean, we've done that pretty quickly. I think we kind of reached the end of the show. So, uh, um, you know, is there anything else we want to cover before we go off or? I don't think so. I think no. we're pretty good. Yeah. So anyways, we do seven. Uh, well, not really. Okay, I would say about six and a half of the um, news, sorry, news pieces. I think that's pretty good. So uh, anyway, I think that's our show for uh, this week. So thank you very much for checking out the Aaron Metas Show. It's facebook.com forward slash Aaron Metas Show. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash Aaron Metas Show. If you want to find me on Tumblr, it's uh, AaronMetas.tumblr.com. And if you want to listen to the show in various places, so you can check us out on iTunes, uh, Player FM, Stitcher, and uh, Podbay, Podcast, uh, various places you can check us out. So, you know... Uh, and also, uh, if you, I post the uh, the episodes up on on Facebook and Twitter and things like that anyway, so you can just keep following that as well. So, um, guys, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. And from all of us here, take care and bye for now.